you have your Bibles with me here at home or here or at home, turn to Hebrews chapter 10. We're looking at verse 19 through 24 this morning. The Hebrew writers writing to the early Christians, the Jews that had turned away from the law and turned to accept Jesus Christ. And um, this Hebrew writer and Paul both um, scold them at times for so quickly forgetting what God had done for them and brought them out of um, a tradition of law into a tradition of grace. And um, <laughs> she's um, writing something for us today because I don't know if you realize it or not today, but they... They say, Barna says that if a person misses, a person can be going to church all of their life, and if they miss two weeks in a row, they're out of the habit. Is that crazy or what? And I think, I'm going to say this gently, but I think we've created a lot more lazy Christians today because of the video. You know, because you can sit at home and watch it. I don't know how many read the article on the link this week, this month called No Excuses. Nobody's come up to me and said, I don't have any excuses. I'll be there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nobody's come up to me and said, I read that and I didn't, didn't like it, you know. Nobody said a word to me, so I'm thinking nobody read it. <laughs> That's more like it, isn't it? I don't know if you're aware of it, but I'm, I'm a big... Um, baseball fan and I love the um, the, the um, Guardians well, you know the Indians <laughs> I, I like them and I think they're great it's a great team but I've decided I'm going to quit not being their fan and and I have some reasons every time that I want to go see them they ask for money first that's why Glenn did good saying he wasn't up here for money thank you the people that I go and sit with are all around at the games aren't very friendly. You know, they're not nice people. The seats were bad. They weren't comfortable, especially for a person like me, you know. You know, I did go to several games years ago, but the coach never came to visit me. I don't understand that. And that guy behind all those batters, you know, and that catcher guy, that guy behind um, the um, referee, not a referee, umpire, he did a lot of things I didn't like that much. You know what I mean? He made decisions that changed the game even. And then worst of all, some games actually went into overtime, and they had to play an extra quarter, or um, not extra quarter, um, <laughs> extra inning. Yeah. I'm going to skip all of them, I guess. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm not very good at being sarcastic. They, uh, they went into over, over um, they played. Band. Who, who is that band? And what music were they playing? I couldn't understand that song that they were singing at the eighth inning or whatever it was. Yeah, seventh inning stretch. It was terrible. And worst of all, they always schedule their games on times when I want to do something else. My Thursdays are busy, <laughs> Christine. I know we're going to go help mom or aunt. Yeah. Isn't it? It's silly, isn't it? But you know, that's the excuses we get on No Excuse Sunday. Uh, people give those same kind of excuses, if you heard about it. 
uh, especially temperature. It's, not, it's too hot in there. Phyllis Ann always says, I've got to take a heavy coat because you know it's going to be cold. I said, well, yeah, it's cold for you, but I'm burning up. <laughs> I think one of the things that we need to do as Christians today is repent of our sin of not, not taking a hold of the greatest privilege we have. Um, the highest responsibility we have is to be the church family. And we've, we've let Satan himself um, come in and destroy that whole idea in these verses that um, the Hebrew writer tells us. Um, she, she commends to us, listen to this, in this let us version of God's calling on our duty, our part. Um, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter that holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that that he has opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, that since we have a great high priest over the house of God now, then she goes into these four things. Let us draw uh, with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure, pure water. Wow. Then the second thing she says is, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And then today she says to us, let us consider. Let us consider. Let us consider how to stir one another to love and good works. My friends, this is the word of God for all of his people. Amen. Amen. So Satan wants to hurt the heart of God. He doesn't care anything about you or us. He wants to destroy the church. And my goodness, he's having his way in it. And, and we're allowing him to do that. It's a, it's a strange thing that we come to church and not understand what we're doing here even. Um, most people, uh, I'm telling you, are confused about church. And, um, and, and I want to I say this to you right away, that I'm not picking on anybody. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just talking about God's word challenging us, whether we're sitting at home or here. Because if we're here, we're, we're doing what we're, you know, it's like preaching to the choir, isn't it? I'm singing for you, you know, but, but we still have a responsibility. Um, it's important for us to stand, understand why we come and, um, and, um, and to grab a hold of that and, and uh, decide in our hearts. You know, I've said uh, three times in this month of August to three different couples, three different people, I said to them, I don't think God's not, God is not concerned that you're not in church. Because sometimes there's just a real no-excuse reason you can't come, isn't there? Health, for example, or... Or um, if you're away, you can't come. But you can come now because you can come on the... On the and I praise God for that... Um, what's that thing? That um, Facebook. Thank you. I always want to say FaceTime, but it's not the same thing, is it? Um, I, I, we praise God for that, don't we? But it shouldn't stop us from coming together because being here together this morning, I don't know about you, it's, it's great. Let us encourage one another. Let us encourage one another and hold fast. Um, to, to ways that we can stir one another up to even better love and good works. We should come to church, uh, and, instead of making up all these excuses, we should come to church and come often. I'm going to give you a big list here. We should come faithfully, come to Sunday school, come to morning worship, come to prayer meetings when we're having them. Um, like um, the prayer meeting this past week was fantastic. 
I was hoping there would be some people there. And then the four different churches and one person from the community didn't go to church anywhere. I loved it. Praise God. We need to come to uh, the youth meetings. We need to come to serve. We need to come to help. And, and as I was thinking about that part right there, when we come to church, the reason we're, we're here um, to come to serve and to help. And, and it's, a, it's a proven fact, and it's not just this church, but every church. 20% of the people do 100% of the work. Let us move up to 25%. You know? That's not a big jump, is it? 5% more? We need to, we need to jump up. You know, you know what the other 80% are saying? Well, if I don't do it, somebody else will. You know? And that's true. Somebody else will do it. But we miss out on a blessing because of that. But I have some dire news for you this morning. And, and, it's, and it's, it's troubling news. It's, it's hurt, it hurtful. It hurts our hearts to hear this. But I don't know if you know it or not, but somebody else died. And it's up to you. You're going to be impressed with your little chart. What was it you sent around about the AA? You're going to be impressed. I looked at it. You're going to be impressed. Impressed and blessed. And blessed. Praise God. Thank you. <laughs> come to serve. Come to help. Come to be helped. Come to get excited. Come expecting God to do something. Come prepared for the Lord to do something really big. Come for your children. You all hear that? Come for your children. Come for yourself. Come for the glory of the Lord. Come ready to worship. Come to sing. Come to pray. Come to, to praise him. Come to hear his word. Come to fellowship. It's so exciting. How do we encourage one another? I have an hour sermon here that I'm going to give to you in five minutes. How do we encourage one another? Let me give you three ways. If you're writing these down, you should write this down if, uh, or, or see it again so that you can hear what God would say to you when you're sitting by yourself. How do we encourage one another to love more, to love more, to do more works? I'm going to tell you three things. By our presence. By our presence. Do you know what your presence here today says to everybody? God is important to me. God is important enough to me that I don't sit around with my excuses. And by the way, is any excuse really good? One percent. Amen? The rest of them aren't really good. So if you're at home sitting there and feeling guilty, good. <laughs> if you're not feeling guilty and you're sitting there, shoot. <laughs> we should be. This place should be, I have said it for four years, this place should be... The wall should be screaming, don't, no more, don't more, don't put any more in here. People should be seeing, coming up to um, um, Glenn and saying, I'll help do this. We have this old guy sitting out in the parking lot, Charlie Heath, you know him? He has said to me I, more than once, more than three times, anytime they're doing something in that sanctuary, you call me. I want to come help. You get that? Well, I don't have time. Besides, there's going to be a baseball game. <laughs> Phyllis Ann will look at me and she'll say, Now, didn't that guy used to play for the Yankees? And I'll say, Yeah. And then she'll look at me, What am I asking you for? You have no idea. I said, I know. I don't say that. 
Our very presence says that we care about our relationship with God and with each other here. That's one way we do it. The second way we do it is by our praise. Just coming here, I don't know about you, but that song with Don Moen is just, um, yeah, Don Moen is a powerful song. We need to sing those songs. Um, um, The first song we sang, uh, just the words are powerful. And we're going to sing my piece again today. Why? Because we need to sing those praises. We need to get together and tell God. It's in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Um, we need to gather together and sing hymns and psalms and spiritual songs. Uh, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord. That's how we inspire other people along to help them love more and to do more. Let me give you a third one. Third one is what we're talking about here. By our participation, by our participation in the service. In other words, we need to quit sitting here and not paying attention to what's going on. You know what I mean? I I don't know about you, but um, Vicky bringing that young boy, I think it's it's a month away, month and a half away. But I'm telling you right now, you, want to, you don't want to miss that Sunday. It is going to be a great Sunday to support and lift up and to say we're in ministry. I don't know if you know this or not, but this church is a community church. Amen? Amen. You all with me on that? This church is the community church. I don't know if you know that or not. I think for this area in LaGrange, Lorraine County, and on beyond that, this church is the community church. And we need to be proclaiming that all the time that we can. Those are three ways I could, you know, I have a couple more, but we'll bypass them and I'll give them to you next week. Let me share this closing thought to you. I think, I think many Christians who have been coming to church for years are literally confused about why they're here. And the Hebrew writer wants to proclaim to us that there's a purpose for us being here. She gives us four things. Our third, this is our third duty to, to come and, and spur one another on to love and good deeds. And the trouble of it is, is we come through those doors back there and expect God to do something because we were willing to show up here and he ought to be blessed. He ought to be th- telling us, thank you for doing that. I'm so glad you're here. We come in that way expecting and wanting it. And you know, God is gracious and he gives us the desire of our heart. But I hate to tell you this. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make it as simple as I can. Jackie, Jackie, all the lay speakers that come up here. Fred and Sharon that do the slides back there. Um, Jim and Dave that every time somebody mentions dusters, they jump up whether they are or they're not. They don't care. They just jump up. Uh, Niall takes that uh, microphone all around. Pam makes this sanctuary look better, Pam and, and Glenn do. Um, um, Odell brings the flowers. I'm concerned today she brought naked ladies. <laughs> but there's something else too, aren't they? They're roses. No, they're not roses. But aren't they pretty, you know? Um, uh, Joan uh, takes care of um, things back there in the back, Joan, Phyllis, and others, and many more people. You know what we are? You know, we're, not, we're not what you think we are. We're not uh, to here to entertain. Jackie is not here to entertain. 
You know what I mean? There we are. All these people that you see doing this stuff are the are the stage directors. And all we're doing is directing the cast. And you know who the cast of characters are? You. You're the one in this play. Instead, we come thinking we're the audience. We think that God should be blessed and he should be looking down at us and saying, oh, you guys are so good. I'm glad you came. But the audience, my friends, is not, not you. It's not me. The audience that we came to worship in our first prayer is God, our creator, our redeemer, and our sustainer. Amen? Amen. That's what we're here to do. We shouldn't walk out of here ever in any sanctuary and say, boy, I didn't get much out of that. And the truth of the matter is the reason you get much out of it is because you didn't come to give, you come to receive. God wants us to come into his presence and to praise him and to encourage each other to um, fall more in love with him so that we can do more for him. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for that challenge today that we don't have excuses, that we come, come here because you want us to be in fellowship. My heart jumped to see some people today. And that encourages us all when we see each other. Help us to encourage each other in that love that we have because we're your children. We're your family. That Declan has a place he can run anytime he wants to. Mm. place where we can find comfort and healing because we've come to worship you, Lord. Help us to work on the way we come through these doors so that we can leave this place different than we entered in every time. Touched by your spirit, our hearts increased for our love. Thank you, Lord. Help us to hear your cry today, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right. All right, let's stand and sing that song again, My Peace. I hope you like this song as much as I do. If you don't, too bad, because I'm playing it every week. <laughs>